Hello, everyone, and welcome to week one of the NFL and week one of our Roast Masters Fantasy Football Predictions. I am your host, Ben Mostaller, along with me, Garrett Harrison, and we got the king back. Brandon King is here. He is ready to do the predictions with us here tonight. Brandon, how have you been? It's been a while since we've had you on here. Oh, man, I've been doing well. Um, became a father. Uh, got um, uh, June, July 30th, my whole world changed for the better. My wife and I welcomed our son, uh, Brandon King Jr., into the world. So just been enjoying fatherhood, uh, been, you know, preparing myself and everything of that nature. But it's good to be here, you know, with you guys talking football. Let's get down to it, y'all. I'm glad to be back. Glad to have you back. And always the great Garrett Harrison with us. And we're going to do some predictions for you. We did this last year. If you've followed us and listened to our podcast, each week we just go through and break down each game for you, give our predictions of the game. And then we kind of have a little contest between uh, us three and then Doug as well. And at the end of the year, the winner we place a little wager on it. The winner gets some money. So it's it's fun to do. It's good to break down, and it's good for some sports betting. I already placed a sports bet for this weekend, and uh, hopefully my 14-game parlay hits. Yes, 14 games, but I feel confident in it, and hopefully we can get a big payout to start the year. But let's not waste any more time. Let's jump right into it and – the first game is this Thursday. It is the NFL opener between the Dallas Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It looks like Dak Prescott will be back, and they are eight-and-a-half-point underdogs going into the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers Stadium to take on Tom Brady. So let's start with Brandon. He is back with us. He is a new father, and we congratulate him on that. Very exciting, and we'll let him do the, the first pick. Dallas at Tampa Bay. Right now, the over/under set at fifty-one and a half. What do you think about this one? This matchup could um, potentially be close or a blowout. I'm not really certain what it's going to be because. If my memory serves me correct, I don't think Dak Prescott played much in the preseason. No, Tom Brady has some playing time. But I don't think we saw Dak um, play in any um, preseason games. Now, whether he's been practicing on his own is one thing. Now, the drama um, this year with Dallas, because there's always drama with the Dallas Cowboys. What else is new? Um, the, 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 the drama this year is going to be, is Dak Prescott healthy? That's going to be the main question. If he's healthy, they got a shot. If not, eh, I don't know. But because it's the first matchup and everybody's got to get their jaw cracked the first time around, I'm taking Tampa Bay to win this one 34-23. All right. Garrett, how, what do you think? <clears throat> um, I'm going to go with uh, Tampa this week. I think they're, you know, the well – the, the more better team in this situation on both sides of the ball. Um, but I, if you're going to look for anybody to uh, start and sit, I would pretty much start most of the uh, Buccaneers offense, maybe their defense too. I I think their defense could have a couple turnovers and, um, and pretty much a couple, a couple players like Amari Cooper, CD lamb. Um, 
if you're willing to take a chance on Zeke this week to see if he can, if he's bouncing back this year, go for it. And then maybe even a Dak, but I think I would, I, I would stay away from uh, the Cowboys defense this week um, out of any fantasy value on this, on this game. Yeah, this looks like a Tampa Bay win to me, but you never know. Dallas could come out and surprise. I think the big issue is Dallas's defense. And can they stop this Super Bowl offense that is bringing back pretty much everybody? Uh, Tom Brady, uh, Mike Evans, a good Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin, Gronk. It's going to be hard for them to stop them. As far as Dallas, uh, their center, I believe, is going to be out due to COVID. And that's kind of concerning with the line for, for Zeke, I feel. Um I have him in two or three of my leagues, uh, two leagues, and I'm big on Zeke this year, but I don't know if this is the right matchup for week one. Tampa Bay, I mean, you play your guys for Tampa Bay. Dallas, you're still going to play your guys for Dallas, Um, but I like Tampa Bay in this one. When we take a look at the spread, I do think that Dallas will cover that spread barely. I think Tampa Bay wins by a touchdown. You know, it's the first game of the year and Dak is going to be looking for some revenge for being out all of last year. Uh, the over under, I could see this being a little bit under again, it's the first game. People are just trying to get back into the groove of things, uh, a shortened preseason. So I'm going to go with Tampa Bay to win Dallas to cover and the under in this one. Let's move on to Sunday and a good first game, and that's Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Right now, Buffalo six and a half point favorites at home. The over-under set at 48 and a half. Garrett, uh, we want Pittsburgh to win, of course, but can they get the job done as the underdogs in Buffalo? You know, I, I want to pick uh, Steelers so bad. You know, this, this being a big Steelers fan, but um, I really do think that the Bills will take uh, take the win over the Steelers this year. I don't I I don't expect um, to see the same team we had last year. Um, <clears throat> I'm hoping they have improved a little bit. I know we we had one of the better records in the NFL, but we were probably the worst undefeated team ever to happen until up to that point we lost. I uh, but I would. I, Honestly, for this game, you know, it could it could go either way. It could be a high-scoring game or it could be a low-scoring game. I think it comes down to if the defenses show up or if the offenses show up. And um, I think you don't go wrong. I wouldn't start either defense. That's for sure. I wouldn't start e- either of these defenses. Um, start start pretty much everybody besides the running backs for the Bills. And I would start most most of the guys on the Steelers offense. You know, we're gonna it's the first week we're gonna see Najee Harris and see um, how well he does, especially against one of the better defenses in the league. So this will be a, a really cool week to see um, what kind of fantasy value he'll, he'll bring us. All right, so here's my here's my thought process. Pittsburgh's got the hardest schedule out of any football, any NFL football team this year. Pittsburgh is going to get their jaw cracked, but I think Pittsburgh will be fine. As long as Ben does what he does, everybody else should do what they're doing. As long as the defense does what it does, they should be doing, they should be doing what they're doing. 
Now, with that being said, I did see the report while I was at the gym getting my cardio and my workout in that TJ Watt did practice a full practice with the team. That's a little bit of hope concerning the contract negotiations. And let me just say this to anybody who's uh, following us. Don't always believe the hype you hear behind any NFL or sports analyst team. Their job is just to cover 10% of the facts that they see or hear. We really don't know what's going on behind those closed doors. Okay. So with that being said, I'm taking a risk, but I'm taking Pittsburgh to beat the Bills 34 to 30. All right, so we have one for the Bills, one for the Steelers. You know, I think this is going to be a very close game. I think that Pittsburgh can cover that six and a half. Uh, I would bet the under, though. I don't think it's going to be that high scoring of a game. I think both defenses come out to play. Um, but like Garrett said, it could go either way. I'm leaning more towards uh, the first game. It's going to be a little rough uh, in both offenses trying to get the flow going that's why i like the under just a little bit more um i would say pittsburgh to cover that but i am going buffalo overall with the win they're at home they got josh allen who was the number one fantasy guy last year and they have some really good receivers they add emmanuel sanders they bring back gabriel davis Corey you know beasley um and they also have stefan diggs so i think that it's just going to be a little bit too much for Pittsburgh up there in Buffalo. Um, so I'm going Buffalo to win the matchup. All right, let's jump down to the Jets versus the Panthers. The Panthers are five-point favorites at home. And interesting enough, their former quarterback there with the Jets, Sam Darnold, is now with the Panthers. So it is going. he is going in his first game with Carolina against his previous team and Zach Wilson taking over there in New York. Both teams are kind of looking to get a first win. They're both not that great of teams. We want to note that Christian McCaffrey is back and will be ready to go versus this Jets team. So throwing into that, all of that into consideration, Brandon, who do you like in this one? Neither team. Um, that's the number one answer. And if we were all on video, I would tell you that this uh, – uh, uh, this game will be brought to you sponsored by your partners and friends of Tidy Bowl because it's clear after every flush, which means it's clear that this game is going to be one of those games you're going to have to go to the bathroom uh, on because it's, this game I don't think is going to be the best game at all. But with that being said, I'm going to take the under uh, whatever the line is because I've got the Panthers coming out on this one, 20 to the Jets 17, but I really don't expect much from this game at all. Um, I'm going to go with, <laughs> and thank you, Brandon. I, I love when you do your sponsors. I, <laughs> I'm still, <laughs> still laughing at that. Um, I'm going to take the Panthers. I, uh, <laughs> I, I think, I think they can eat, I wouldn't say easily get the job done, but I, I can see them having the one up just because now we have a healthy Christian McCaffrey back as long as he can play play good and he gets the blocking nothing you know freaky happens in that game um i think overall the panthers um for me are the better team but you know the jets did add a few uh key players i think in the off season not not super great but decent ones um i would i would consider starting Corey davis um 
I don't really know too much about the Jets uh, quarterback right now. I think I would, I think I would wait on him for a little bit, see how he does. And then I would, um, you could even consider if you wanted, if you're in a really, really deep league, uh, starting Sam Darnold, he might have a decent game with Christian McCaffrey, Robbie Anderson. I, I think you don't go wrong. DJ Moore, I don't think you go wrong with those. But with the defenses, I think it's just in a toss-up too. I think I stay away from the defensive play this week in fantasy. This is a good uh, fantasy matchup, and I agree. Defensively, it is not. Uh, but both poor defenses. I mean, I think – McCaffrey has a field day on this Jets team. Robbie Anderson, uh, DJ Moore, both good plays. Like Garrett said, Sam Darnold potentially could go off. You could get him for a cheap price on DraftKings Daily Fantasy, I'm sure. I'm looking now uh, at what his value is. And just give me a second here. Wow, he's really down the list. He is actually 5,000, and Zach Wilson's 5,000 as well. But they have guys like Taysom Hill, who isn't even the starter ahead of him, Daniel Jones, Tyrod Taylor. So Darnold would be a better option there at Daily Fantasy, in my opinion. You take a look at the Jets, Corey Davis could be a good option. Um, you know, you take a look at the running back, it might be Michael Carter trying to make a, a big statement in his first game. So there's a lot of good fantasy plays here. I think that they do hit the under because you do have two new quarterbacks to their team trying to get adjusted to the offense. I think it'll be a little bit of a slow start. So I barely like the under in this one because of that. Um, but I like Carolina at home. I think that they cover that five at just a better quarterback. I think Darnold gets revenge on his old team and uh, the Panthers get the one Oh victory. They go up there in the division, but it won't be for long because they play in a very tough division. All right, next we have Jacksonville versus Houston. Jacksonville is a three-point favorite going on the road to Houston. It is Tyrod Taylor at the helm for that Houston offense, and they got a plethora of running backs. David Johnson, Philip Lindsay, Mark Ingram getting the nod there, going against Jacksonville, who Trevor Lawrence, the number one pick overall, will get his first NFL game, regular season game, underhand at Houston. So this should be an interesting one uh, as far as, uh, you know, Brandon's tidy bowl or whatever he said, this could be another one. Garrett, uh, who do you like in this toss up matchup? Man, this is, um, this is a tough one. You know, you've got a rookie quarterback coming in with a subpar team. And you've got the Texans, who are also a subpar team with Tyrod Taylor and the plethora of running backs they have. Um, honestly, though, I, I like I like Jack, the Jacksonville Jaguars a little bit more in this game um, just because of their defense wasn't, I don't think, was ranked last last year in rushing, and the Texans were. Uh, I think James Robinson could have a field day on this Texans defense with rushing which will, I think will relieve some of the pressure off of Trevor and he'll feel more comfortable being able to drop back and finding open wide receivers. Um, so I'm, I'm going to take the Jaguars. I think players, though, you should start um, would be – I wouldn't start any of the Texans running backs because I really don't know who's going to get more time over the other because they have, they have three decent running backs. Um, 
Uh, Brandon Cooks, I would, I would, you know, I would say give him a given the, the the start. Tyrod Taylor, I think I'm leaning more to, you know, more of a bench player this week for you. Um, and I think you start any of the wide receivers for Jacksonville: Shark Junior, uh, Chenault Junior, and Marvin Jones Junior. I'm, I'm a big Marvin Jones Junior fan. Um, if you haven't realized in the past couple of years, I'm really hyped up on the guy. I know he's older now. And I think he's questionable. I don't know if they gave him the nod yet saying he can go for it. Um, but I think you don't go wrong starting any of those wide receivers and a James Robinson. I actually, I think if you're going to take any defense out of this, I would go with a Jacksonville defense. I think I would go with a Jacksonville defense this year. You'd probably get them pretty cheap. That gives you more money to spend elsewhere. Don't, I, I don't believe that you should waste $4,500 on a defense in DraftKings. I, I really think that Jacksonville defense will, can get the job done for you in a DraftKings matchup, and you might be able to get them for 2500 bucks or something like that. Um, wow. Wow, wow, wow. I'm not going to do a promo on this one because this – looking at this right now, this is sad, and I'll tell you why. I'm looking on ESPN.com right now, and it's saying here that tickets are as low as $19. That's about all this game is worth, $19. Jacksonville, you got a new quarterback. Houston, you still got drama with, uh, what's his name, Deshaun Watson. That drama has not gone away. Uh, Both of these teams are very subpar. Both of these teams aren't doing very well. And my question is, is that what is Urban Meyer going to be able to do with Jacksonville and this new quarterback? Because Urban Meyer really can't develop players um, in college. He's a good college coach, but let's see how he does in the NFL. This is going to be a very low scoring game. So I'm going to go against the green and I'm going to pick Jacksonville to win this one 20 to 19. So both going Jacksonville with all the young core, boy, this is tough. And again, I think it's a, a toss up, um, but I'm going to take Houston to cover that three just because they're home. I think both teams have a lot to work out. Tyrod Taylor new to that Houston offense. Uh, Trevor Lawrence new to that Jacksonville offense. They both have weapons at wide receiver, but Jacksonville obviously has the better ones. Houston and Brandon Cooks could have a huge day. I like Robinson a lot in this matchup at Houston, uh, but I'm going to go Houston at home just because I think that they are home. If Jacksonville was home, I would take Jacksonville. But again, I would play the under in this one because I think it's going to be a lower scoring game because you have two new quarterbacks trying to get used to this offense. I think if they played this game later on in the season, I would play the over. But since it's the first game, I'm once again going with the under. And uh, again, like the last game with Carolina and the Jets, this could potentially be a big day for some fantasy players uh, just because of the poor defenses. So take advantage of some of these guys, such as Brandon Cooks, you know, Marvin Jones Jr., James Robinson. I think they're all good plays here going into this game. This one should be a much, much better game. And this is Arizona at Tennessee. Arizona 
is three point underdogs going into Tennessee. We obviously have the new addition of Julio Jones to that Tennessee offense. And when you take a look at Arizona, they get rid of Kenny and Drake going with Chase Edmonds, James Connor, and at the wide receiver spot, no more Larry Fitzgerald. They got AJ green and Rondell Moore. So this should be an interesting battle. 52 and a half is what the line set out. And we're jumping back to Brandon. Who do you like in this one? Ooh, this could be a good matchup of the day here. Um, Arizona at Tennessee, ma'am. This is this could be this could be a, this could be really a, a show stealer. Um, this game right here, a lot of um, both teams, good weapons, massive weapons. I like Tennessee just a little more because of their defense. So give me Tennessee. This is going to be a really close matchup, but I like it. Give me Tennessee over Arizona, 30-27. Yeah, I I, uh, I like Tennessee a lot in this game. I I um it's at home, you know. It's a great way to start the season playing a, another great team. Um, I I I do I do think this game could be um like a like a thirty to twenty seven um kind of game. You know, a little bit a little bit higher scoring maybe. Um, but I don't think you go wrong with starting in Tannehill. You know, your Derrick Henry, of course, you're not going to bench him. Um. And AJ Brown and Julio Jones. I think I stay away from these two defenses as well. Um, I would go with a, um, you know, of course, your Kyler Murray, Hopkins, and um, may- maybe Chase Edmonds. Maybe if you're if you're digging for flex players, like I said in the deeper league, you need some people to start. But I, I think the Titans take this one. I like Tennessee as well. I like the points that you guys put out. I think that they do hit that over a 52 and a half. I like Tennessee as the three point favorites at home. Big on Tennessee this year. A futures bet that I have is having them go to the Super Bowl. I think the addition of Julio Jones only helps this offense out. Uh, They don't have to rely on Henry as much, but that also opens up the run game for Henry if they're going to pass the ball more. Uh, And he added a talent like Julio Jones that helps out. Start everybody. I, I mean, I think if you have the guys, you play them. You know, T- Tannehill should have a big day. Derrick Henry in the wide receiver core, as well as Arizona with Kyler Murray and the wide receiver core there. I do agree with Garrett. A little, little hesitant on Chase Edmonds, but it really just depends who you have at running back and where you can plug him in. If he's a flex play, maybe search elsewhere. Uh, but I like Tennessee to cover with the over big on Tennessee this year. All right. We got Philadelphia at Atlanta should be another closer game. Philadelphia, Jalen hurts going in, take on Matt Ryan. The Falcons have the new addition of Mike Davis at running back the new tight end with Kyle Pitts, the rookie out of Florida, who was phenomenal in college uh, and Calvin Ridley taking over the number one role at wide receiver. And with Philadelphia, of course we say Jalen hurts, they do draft Devonta Smith, the Heisman winner, but otherwise their team is looking pretty much the same. Philadelphia, three-point underdogs, Garrett, at Atlanta, the over-under set at 48-and-a-half. What's your predictions on this one? You know, I, as I was looking at this more, I, I almost wanted to pick the Philadelphia Eagles just because if we, just, we saw what Jalen Hurst did at the end of the season. And if he could do that same thing at the start of this season against that Falcons defense, I think the Eagles could have pulled up 
potentially the three-point upset. But with that saying, I still like the Falcons a lot better with the quarterback they have more experience. I'm going to take the Falcons. But I don't think you go wrong with starting Jalen Hurts or Devonta Smith or Miles Sanders. I think this game has potential to be a little bit high, higher scoring. I think, I think I would go with the over on that. And um, if anything, I think I would uh, – I don't know. I, I pretty much start the whole Falcons offense, I think, too. I know the Eagles have a pretty good, decent, you know, I think they finished 16th front four, um, but I, I, I like Mike Davis, dude. I'm hyped up on the guy. Um, I'm a big fan this year. He's my, he's my big sleeper. I, I really think that he's going to do great things with this offense. Wow. Um, another good one. Um, but because I, it's Atlanta, it's hype right now. But I like Philly. That's the thing. Atlanta is one of those teams that they're hot one week, cold the next. Hot one week, cold two weeks. So Atlanta is very inconsistent when it comes to their style and caliber to playing up to par. So I'm going to take the Eagles to win this one, 33-27. You know, I have been going back and forth with this one uh, as well. You know, I think if this game was in Philly, I would go Philly. I think Atlanta has a lot to prove this year, and they do have the new addition of Kyle Pitts. It'll be interesting to see what he can do in game one, and also the new addition of Mike Davis. What will he do? Uh, But you got Calvin Ridley there, who's a stud. Uh, With Philadelphia, this is Jalen Hurts' game to show what he's made of. We saw him a couple times at the end of last year. Now it's his offense. What can he do with it? And against an Atlanta defense, I think he can pick it all over and get you a lot of fantasy points this week. I would start him if you have him. Uh, I like the over in this one, but I do like Atlanta to win this one just by a few. I think they barely cover that three. Um, and again, I, I'm basing it solely off of, I think that Atlanta's at home. You know, if, if this game was played in Philadelphia, I think we'd see Philly three point favorites. Um, but since it's in Atlanta, they get the three point, uh, favorite there. I'm going with the Falcons and to cover that and to play the over. Cause I think this is going to be a shootout. Now we have the LA chargers versus the Washington football team. And one thing to note before Brandon gets to uh, the prediction here is that Austin Eckler, the starting running back, did not practice today due to a hamstring injury. He is a big fantasy play and a big part of that offense. Um, And they think that this could be concerning for Austin Eckler, a guy that I was high on this year. And that's being taken in first round at the, the beginning of second round of most fantasy drafts. So that's just one thing to note. They didn't state the severity of it, but he didn't practice today due to a hamstring injury. And some people think that it might be more serious than not. Uh, But one point favorites on the road versus the Washington football team, 44 and a half is the line. Brandon, who do you like in this one? Woo. Um, These matchups, this week, some of these games have the potential to be really good games. Um, I'm going to say this. 
I'm taking Washington football team because of one reason, their defense. Their defense was pretty decent last year, as proved because that because their defense was the uh, start of the Steelers' um, slippery slope. Um, so, give me the Washington football team to win this um, one. It, they need to come up with a, a, a team name immediately. Um, but give me the Washington football team to win this one, 27-24. Yeah, I th- Ooh, this game this game is going to be, a, I think, a big defensive game. I think it's going to be a close game, too. Um, it could be very low scoring. And both these offenses, seeing who they have, you know, look really, really good. But Washington's front four are amazing. Um, with Austin Eckler being that, that concerning, I, I, I'm almost leaning, you know, for a solid pick for Washington, which I think I'm going to go with. I want to go pick, I'm going to pick Washington this week. Um, I think if this was flipped and it was without the Chargers and Austin Eckler was healthy, I think you take the Chargers all day in this game. But um, with it being at Washington, we have Ryan Fitzpatrick, Antonio Gibson, McLaurin, and Thomas all there. I think those are all for short starts. This gives me an all the more reason to pick Washington. And then um, with the Chargers, you know, of course, Austin Eckler is healthy. Um, start him. I would definitely start a Herbert uh, and Allen. I, I don't think you'd go wrong with any of those guys, you know, starting this week. But um, I really do think Washington takes this game. I like the Washington football team in this one. I think the uh, seeing them at minus one was surprising to me. I thought Washington would be three-point favorites, and if Eckler doesn't play, that could go up to uh, minus three for Washington. I love Washington to cover this one. I think they outright win this one. Uh, I'm pretty confident in this pick. With Fitzpatrick there now at quarterback, I think Terry McLaurin has a big day as well as Antonio Gibson. Uh, Logan Thomas will be around there as well. As far as the Chargers, you know, like Garrett said, you, you're going to play your Austin Eckler. If you have Herbert, you drafted him as a QB one, so you're going to play him. I don't like the matchup as much. Uh, it really depends who your quarterback two is. If I'd play him over Herbert uh, in a scenario that I have, I have Herbert and uh, Hertz in a league together. I'm playing Hertz because he's taken on Atlanta versus Herbert against this Washington football team defense, which is phenomenal. I am going to play the under just barely, um, but not by much because I think the Washington football team defense is just going to be a lot for this Chargers team, and I'm going with Washington to win it all. Well, this game, not to win not to win at all, but I do think that they <laughs> win the division. I think they have a chance to win the division. Um but yeah, this game, not to win the Super Bowl. All right, San Francisco at Detroit, seven and a half point favorites going into Detroit. Detroit with the newly acquired Jared Goff, a questionable DeAndre Swift for the game, and really a wide receiver core that I don't even know the name of yet uh, because they're all pretty much newbies. And you take a look at the San Fran team, looks like Jimmy G will be the starter. Trey Lance having some issues with his finger. So I believe they're going to give the nod to Jimmy G, Raheem Mostert, Brandon Ayuk. You know, you got a pretty good San Fran team there and a pretty good defense. So I believe that's the Garrett first, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Garrett, what do you think about this one? 
Um, I, I really do like um, San Francisco a lot in this game. Um, I think I, I think they covered that seven and a half point spread pretty easily um, just because of of the offense and defense they have. Um, I don't see uh, if you're going to start anybody, you better not start anybody from the Lions because I, I they're going to be I think it's going to be really bad this week. Um, sit on them, see who is the guy that they're going to be going with more. I think you wait for a couple weeks for that or even till next week. But you don't go wrong with an Ayuk, Mostert, um, Debo Samuel, and a Kittle. I would even say, if you want, if you needed a quarterback, Jimmy G could also have a good day just because they're playing the Lions. But that's that's not going to be a consistent thing. I don't think we start Jimmy G every week. I don't think he's one of those quarterbacks to do that. But give me the uh, the Forty ers Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take the 49ers as well. I don't really see much uh, coming from Detroit. Um, it's going to be kind of tough to tell. It's, it's interesting to see what uh, I believe Jared Goff, what he's going to do now, now that he's there. Um, it's just going to be interesting to see that. So, um, But I don't know if they'll do much because I don't think uh, he, Detroit got that many weapons uh, for uh, Jared Goff. You know, so we'll just see what happens there. But I've got the 49ers going ahead and taking this one 30 to 20. I like the 49ers to cover. I like the under in this game just because the offenses both are going to be pretty poor. Uh, so I'm pretty confident in the under with this one. I don't care who's playing quarterback. They should be able to beat this Detroit team, this poor defense. Detroit potentially could be the worst team in the NFL this year. I wouldn't be surprised if they come out as the worst record. Uh, so I like San Fran on the road in this one. Seattle versus Indianapolis. Seattle three-point favorites on the road. They banged up Carson Wentz. Uh, you know, he had the issues with COVID as well. And a Seattle team that is hungry to win another division title and for maybe Russell Wilson to win the MVP the over-under is sitting right now at 50. Brandon, can Seattle get it done on the road? Yes, they can. Um, I, I trust Seattle more than I trust Indianapolis. Um, just because Russell Wilson knows what he's doing. Um, again, Seattle teams uh, tends to be one of those teams that you don't know which way they go. They'll, they'll go as the wind blows. But I like Seattle in this one. Because I trust Russell Wilson's judgment. So give me C um, Seattle to win this one 33 to 20. Yeah, I like I like Seattle a lot. I I honestly think Seattle could potentially blow out the Colts. I think Russell Wilson is just I think I think he has a lot to prove each and every year he is in the line for MVP candidate. And then he just one game hiccup and he's just totally out of it. I, I really, really want this dude to win an MVP. He is an amazing guy. He's a great football player. Um, I don't I think you start pretty much anybody um, on the Seahawks team. Um, I don't think in DraftKings I pick up a Chris Carson. I just think the Colts uh, defense of front seven are pretty decent uh, with stopping the run. Um, but with the Colts, I think I, I think you start a Jonathan Taylor. Maybe a Michael Pittman, but not not many other players. I don't think I would start from this Colts team this week. 
I, but I do think the Seahawks take this one pretty easily. Yeah, I like Seattle on the road here. Just too many question marks with this Indianapolis team. I think the minus three is pretty generous. I think they can win by uh, double digits, in my opinion. Uh, I do like the under because I don't think Indianapolis will be able to score. I think Seattle can put up three or four touchdowns on them. Uh, so give me Seattle to cover and the under, and I think they get off to a good start. The last one o'clock game on Sunday is Minnesota at Cincinnati, Minnesota, three and a half point favorites. Joe Burrow will be back and looking to get a win under his belt in Cincinnati, but you have the second best fantasy running back in Dalvin Cook, one of the best wide receivers in the league, Justin Jefferson coming into town with Cincinnati's four defense. Uh, Garrett, the over-under set at 47 and a half. Who do you like in this one? Is this the Vikings game? Yep, Minnesota at uh, Cincinnati. Okay. Uh, yeah, um, I, like, I, I like the Vikings. I like the Vikings uh, more in this game. I think overall, they're a little bit better of a team. They're, uh, I think, more matured, especially on defense side of the ball. I think... I think this game could be a little bit closer, but I think Dalvin Cook has a field day on this defense, and I think Justin Jefferson has a field day. Um, I'm kind of staying like me, you know, me and Ben were saying uh, in our last couple podcasts. We're not really hyped up on Thielen this year, um, so I think I'm kind of waiting on him. I don't think I would start him this week. And a Kirk Cousins, you know, it, he's one of those players who does all right. You know, doesn't kind of just flies underneath the radar. Um, I think Kirk Cousins would be a decent start this week. Um, with, with the Bengals, I think you don't go wrong with a T. Higgins, a Jamar Chase, you know, Tyler Boyd. Um, I would stay away from Joe Mixon. I, I really don't think he's going to have that great of a season. He's actually actually has one of the tougher schedules um, for their for their team um, for running back wise going going head to head for all the teams he's playing this year. But I think the Vikings take this one. Yeah, um, not sold on Cincinnati at all. Not sold on Cincinnati at all. Anybody who follows this podcast know last year Cleveland and Cincinnati was the first team to win. I said Cle- I said Cincinnati should win the game, forty-one to six. They proved me wrong. So I'm not sold on Cincinnati. So give me the Vikings to win this game, thirty-three seventeen. You know Minnesota a little struggled a little bit defensively. Last year, I think they get back on a roll again. I think the defense steps up in Cincinnati. I like the three and a half points there. The over-under, boy, it's tough with this one, but I think it's going to be under. Again, it's week one. It's hard to tell what these teams will be able to do. I think that Minnesota will be able to get points on the board. It's going to be tough for Cincinnati. That's why I like the under a little bit more for Minnesota. I mean, you start. Dalvin Cook, you start Justin Jefferson, and I would even start Thielen this week as a flex play um, for Cincinnati. I'm not really comfortable starting anybody besides maybe a T. Higgins. So I like Minnesota to cover and the under. Let's move to the Sunday afternoon games and what should be a good divisional game between Miami and New England. Miami is going on the road as three-point underdogs. excuse me, and Mac Jones will be getting the start for this New England Patriots team. Uh, Brandon, over-under set at 43-and-a-half. What do you think about this matchup? Who will win? This one's a tough one to call 
really. I, I really don't know who you take in this because New England is not who they were since Tom Brady left. Miami can be inconsistent when they want to be. So this one's really a toss-up. But since it's in New England, and we all know what quote-unquote great coach Bill Belichick Bill is, give me New England over Miami, 33-27. Oh, my God. This is like – I don't – I don't – I don't like this game. I, it, it's tough because you saw the Dolphins, what they did last year. Um, they looked great. And you're pretty much getting back almost the whole same team. Um, oh, man. And then the Patriots look pretty good in the preseason. But that's just the preseason. You know what? Screw it. I'm going with my gut. I'm taking the Dolphins. I'm riding the Dolphins train from last year to this year. You know, Patriots have a young quarterback. He's a good quarterback, but he's a young rookie quarterback. Um, but I don't – I <sighs> Dolphins, 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 Dolphins. You know, I've been tossing this game back and forth as well, and I could see it going either way. My thing is you're going into Foxborough, and, and Tua has had a couple games under his belt, but this Patriots defense is pretty good. I think this New England offense will be a little bit better. Mac Jones has been phenomenal in the preseason. He didn't throw any interceptions. He had like 300-some passing yards and a couple touchdowns, so – I'm more confident in this New England team, but the only fantasy value that I really see out of any of these matchups are both defenses. I think this is a low scoring game. Miami had a great defense last year, the Patriots as well. So I'm going at New England just because this game's being played in New England. I like the under, I think they covered the three as well, barely in a low scoring game. Give me the Patriots. Now for a game that should be a little bit more entertaining, a little bit high scoring, is Cleveland at Kansas City. Cleveland six and a half point underdogs going into Kansas City, and Kansas City is looking for some revenge after losing in the Super Bowl. 54 and a half points is what the line is set at. Garrett, take me into this one. Who you like winning? I really like um, the Chiefs a lot in this one, but the Browns looked really good last year in the playoffs against the Chiefs. So I wouldn't keep them out of the game. I think the Browns have potential to – it's a long shot, but they have a potential to have an upset against the Chiefs. But I don't think Patrick Mahomes, with how upset they are from that Super Bowl loss, I think this Chief team takes this Browns team, you know, to pound town. <laughs> but – I, I don't think – I think you start pretty much anybody on both these offenses because I think it's going to be a decently high-scoring game. But give me the Chiefs in this one. This is the year we're going to find out who Cleveland is. Was last year a, a, a sign or was it just hype? Because if Cleveland can keep it up with the Chiefs, then we've got a dominant um, monster on our hands when it comes to football. Should Cleveland win? 
They should. Will they win? I'm not giving them that shot, but I am giving them a fighting chance. But I've got the Chiefs winning against Cleveland 33-24. I have the Chiefs winning this game also. I think that the Chiefs are going to get some revenge, uh, try to get started on a good foot. I do like Cleveland to cover, though, that six and a half. I think that's a little high even for the Chiefs in Cleveland. Did prove some people wrong last year. Um, so being the first game of the year, I like Kansas City winning Cleveland to cover. And I do like the under. I think 54 and a half is just a little too much. Um, give me a Mahomes all day, though. You're going to start your guys no matter who you have. Uh, you know, as far as Kansas City, you got Kelsey, you start them. Mahomes, start them. Uh, Clyde Edward Hilaire, I'd be a little hesitant to start him this week. Um, but obviously Tyree Kill is a good start for Cleveland. Uh, you know, I'm confident in the running backs for Cleveland, uh, both Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt to have a pretty good day. Um, but I'm going Kansas City along with you guys. Next, we have Denver at the New York Giants, which shouldn't be that great of a game at all. I'm sure Brandon has a good sponsor for this one. Denver, two and a half point favorites on the road. The over under set at 41 and a half. Saquon Barkley supposed to be back. Um, and we got the new addition of Kenny Galladay. You take a look at this Denver team. They're going with Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback. And at running back, it's between Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams. So, uh, Brandon, who do you like in this one? Oh, yeah, you actually, you're, actually do, you're actually right. I do have a sponsor with this one. Thank you, my son. This uh, one is going to be sponsored by your friends and partners of Parents' Choice, Gentle Free, Fragrance Free Baby Wipes. Wipes suitable for sensitive skin. Now, if you got sensitive skin about this game, you need to get over it. Because this game is... Uh, this is the type of game that makes me want to hurl. Why? Because I really don't think both teams are all that good. So give me the lesser of two evils. I'm taking the Broncos to win 30-17. <laughs> um, I like the Broncos a lot in this game. I, I think um, they got a little bit of a quarterback upgrade, so to say. And uh, I just don't. I don't like this Giants team. You know, if you get the Saquon, that's the Saquon if he starts, because I know he's questionable. Uh, maybe they have a potential, but I think I think I stay away with any Giants players this week. You know, I don't even know about a Kenny Galladay. I don't even know if I would start him. You know, and it's a shame because he was so good up at um the, at the Lions. But uh, give give me the Broncos in this one, and uh, I think I would start a Melvin Gordon. Give me the Broncos as well to cover uh, the two and a half. Uh, the over under, boy, 41 and a half, so, so low. But can these teams put up points? I don't think the Giants can. The Denver Broncos would be the team to do it. Saquon Barkley, if he's back, I don't think he's still 100%. You still play him if you got him. But this offense isn't going to be able to produce much. Denver's defense also is pretty good. So, again, Teddy Bridgewater now taking over. I think that this Denver offense will roll just a little bit more than this Giants team. I would play the Denver defense. I would play whoever you got for Denver pretty much, if it's Javante Williams even. I'm, more high, I'm higher on Melvin Gordon right now, at least to start the season. 
but Denver really likes Javante Williams. So I have Denver covering the under, and I will ride with that. All right, the last four o'clock game, Green Bay at New Orleans. No more Drew Brees. Uh, Green Bay bringing back Aaron Rodgers, pretty much their same team they had last year. The Saints without Michael Thomas. No more Drew Brees. We'll be riding on Alvin Kamara and Jameis Winston. Uh, we go to Garrett. Who do you like in this one? Green Bay four point uh, four. Uh, yeah, Green Bay four point favorites. The over under set at fifty. I like I like Green Bay in this game. Um, I, I I can see this game being high scoring potentially because um, uh, you have Callaway and Winston. Uh, which my good friend Ben uh, told me all about at our one draft. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. Uh, they have a really good connection this year. Um, and Callaway is going to be the number one receiver now. Um, I, I think you start a Callaway and I think you start a Kamara. Kamara is going to be the workhorse, I think, of that offense. Um, and then you pretty much go with, you know, your Aaron Jones, Aaron Rodgers, Devonta Adams, uh, even a Tunyon I would go with uh, for the Packers. I, I, think, I think the Packers come out and uh, take this game from the Saints? Well, the question is, life without Drew Brees. That's going to be the story of the New Orleans Saints. How are you going to adjust to life without Drew Brees? Granted, you still got Sean Payton there. Good coach in his own right. But life without Drew Brees is going to be a little stiff. With that being said, I got the Packers winning this one, 33-24. Give me Green Bay all day. I think this is their year. They're going all out, and they're going to try to win a Super Bowl for Aaron Rodgers here before he possibly retires. One-year deal. So this is the year that they do it. I like Green Bay to win on the road. I like them covering the four. I like the over. I think that they will put up a lot of points, not a defensive-friendly game. If you got the guys from Green Bay, you start them. Aaron Jones, you have Devontae Adams, even Robert Tunyon there, and, of course, Aaron Rodgers for New Orleans. Yeah, Marquez Callaway, when we did our sleepers and busts, is a sleeper of mine that he has a real connection with Jameis Winston so far in the preseason. No Michael Thomas. He's a huge play and a underrated sleeper going into the season. Uh, but give me Green Bay all day. Let's move on to Sunday night football. We have the Chicago Bears as seven and a half point underdogs versus the Los Angeles Rams, who are due for a big year, getting Matt Stafford and uh, their defense, obviously one of the best in the league against the Chicago team who's going to start Andy Dalton. We suspect Justin Fields will take over not too long and pretty much bringing back the same team as well. So 47 and a half is the line. Brandon, who are you taking in this one? Um, I'm going to move out the way real quick because uh, I'm actually um, interested to hear Garrett ran about the Chicago Bears. Uh, so I'm not going to take Gala, uh, Garrett's thunder on that. So with that being said, um, I don't look for Chicago to have a big game. I'll leave it at that. So give me the Rams to win this one, 33-17. Gary, you better get ready because I'm muting now. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, 
I I don't know why, man. I don't know what it was last year. I just hated on the Bears. I I just didn't think they were that great of a team uh, to for the record they had last year. But with them drafting Justin Fields and seeing Montgomery how well he did last year, and Robinson to Allen, the defense is all right. You know, I'm a little bit hyped up on them. I think the reason that has changed is because Justin Fields is there. I think this, in my opinion, is the best rookie quarterback in the draft. I think he's better than Trevor Lawrence going. Cause I think if Trevor Lawrence goes to any other team besides the Jags, then yes. But I, I'm really hyped up on Justin Fields. He's looked really good so far in the preseason. Um, but still doesn't take away that the Bears are probably not going to win this game. Uh, they're going against a really good L.A. Rams team. And I think Matt Stafford will have a pretty decent game against them. I think the Rams defense uh, puts a lot of pressure on whoever's starting at quarterback. I don't know if they actually announced if Justin Fields is starting yet or if it's Andy Dalton. But I do, I do think the Rams win this one. I like the Rams this one as well. I'm pretty confident on the under of 47 and a half. I I think that both these teams have good defenses. I think it's going to take a game or two for Stafford to get comfortable in that offense. But once he does, they'll be putting up points and they have the defense for it. They're going to be a scary team. Chicago's defense is pretty good. I do think that they cover the seven and a half. I think that the Rams win by six or seven and uh, they take care of the Chicago team, but a, a lower scoring game. I like the under. And for the last game of the week, Monday Night Football, we have the Baltimore Ravens who just signed Le'Veon Bell to their team through the J.K. Dobbins and Justice Hill being hurt. And they go into Las Vegas and take on the Raiders. Not much of a change there. They add Kenny and Drake to that running back core, though. Um, So Baltimore. Las Vegas Raiders, Baltimore, four and a half point favorites, the over under 51. Garrett, who's going to win this Monday night football game? You know, even with the Ravens having a pretty depleted uh, wide receiver group right now because of injuries, I still think I'm going to go with the Ravens. Um, I think I think the Raiders will struggle to try to keep Lamar in check uh, with his legs. Uh you know, but this is one of those games where, you know, I th- the, the Raiders, they, they surprised me, man. They surprise us every year with, with certain games. And this could be one of those games, but I just don't, I don't see it in the beginning of the season. I think the Raven, I think the Ravens just, just sneak by with a win, but uh, I I'd give you a score. I have no idea, uh, but I would start a Lamar Jackson. I'm not very, I'm, you know, how I feel about it. I'm not really hyped up on him, but he's a really great quarterback. Um, uh, Mark Andrews, your Darren Waller, um, maybe a Josh Jacobs. That's a little iffy. And uh, honestly, probably a Gus Edwards. I think a Gus Edwards would be a, good, a solid flex position this week if you're in a deep league. Oh, man. Yeah. Le'Veon Bell did sign with Baltimore. But ladies and gentlemen, remember, he signed to the practice squad. Keyword, practice. Now, will he eventually get into the starting lineup? He could. It all depends on how he does in practice. Again, 
Le'Veon Bell did sign with the Ravens, yes. But to the practice squad. Again, we are talking about practice. But I do have the Ravens winning this game 33-30. to 30. Brandon, are we really talking about practice? I mean, AI, AI is not talking about it. Uh, you know, Baltimore, I like just a little bit more. Their wide receivers are depleted. Uh, they don't have their guy in J.K. Dobbins this year. Uh, but I think Gus Edwards will have a good play against this Raiders team. I think that the Ravens do get the job done. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Raiders pull this upset off on Monday Night Football and the Death Star there in, in Las Vegas because they're bringing everybody back. They're trying to improve. Darren Waller is just a beast. He's their guy to go to. But I just like Baltimore a little bit more and the defense a little bit more. Give me Baltimore to cover. And I am going to take the over of 51. I think this will be a higher scoring game. I think they put points on the board in the dome. So that is our week one predictions. Boy, it is glad to be back. I'm so happy football is here. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and you want some help with some fantasy football plays, you can go listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Roastmasters Fantasy Football, or on Anchor, which will shoot you out to everywhere our podcast is located at Roastmasters Fantasy Football. You can follow us on Instagram, rm underscore fantasy football, and we will be excited to be back for week two. We did all our divisional previews already, so Again, if you want some help with some sleepers, busts, we went through all of that in last week's episode. We drafted. We're ready to go. And also, you can follow me on TikTok, the Beast Benny Cakes. I'll be posting some fantasy football content on there, such as who to start and sit each week, some good uh, sports bets. We're going all out this year. I want to thank Garrett Harrison, Brandon King, once again for joining me. It is great to be back for another NFL season. And as always, we can't leave the podcast without Garrett Sinus off. Talking about practice? I'm talking about the game. You got here talking about practice.